am I Reister or am I wrong? This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet daily fire. Facts only. So check your feelings at the door because this ain't the place for the left, the right, snowflake, social justice warriors. There's no BS. We keep it 100. Make sure that you guys, you guys can listen to it on the podcast. If you like wherever podcasts are found, the YouTube channel, follow me on Twitter, whatever. So we got three things up today. First thing is July 8th is college football doomsday. Uh, We are going to address Trump's tweet about NASCAR and Bubba Wallace. And also the NFL has a problem, a big problem. It's got major league baseball size problems when it comes to the coronavirus. So that's where we're at. We are going to start with uh, President Trump's tweet about Bubba Wallace. So, and I quote, uh, has Bubba Wallace apologized to all those great NASCAR drivers and officials who came to his aid and stood by his side and were willing to sacrifice everything for him only to find out that it was just another hoax that that and flag decision has caused the lowest ratings ever. First thing is that's categorically not true about the ratings because from, um, from a man who works at Fox, who uh, talks about all the ratings, says NASCAR viewership on Fox networks is up 8% since returning from the pandemic hiatus on May 17th. So that's the first issue. Second thing is we are going to find out and really truly see if NASCAR has Bubba Wallace's back. Because to go up against the president is a big deal. You've already seen one of their drivers. uh, What's his name? Uh, The uh, driver, Tyler Riddick, come out and say, get the hell up out of here. So will NASCAR stand up and defend him? Because there is a portion of NASCAR fans very upset about the Confederate flag, very upset. They don't necessarily believe the black people should be in racing or minorities anyway. They want to keep things good old Dixie, good old South the way it was. So are you going to be willing to risk that and really show hold up we're trying to grow the sport we're trying to do the right thing now will nascar make a statement that's the question because there's no apology needed i mean any sensible human being can say can see bubba wallace didn't see it it was tied like a noose 1600 other garages uh uh, inspected found 11 quote-unquote rope ties None tied in a noose except for that one. Like, and then that's on the heels of, of death threats and everything that Bubba Wallace got. So yes, if you're NASCAR, you are going to call the FBI. You want to make sure that everybody is safe, that there's no imminent threat to your drivers or anybody else. It's an understandable thing, but it was the optimal scenario that it was not a hate crime at the time. It was just the fact that it was even there is problematic. But will NASCAR stand up? That's the question, because this is one of those moments in time where silence is being complicit. You can't just say, oh, this isn't my my fight. I'm not in it. You're already in it, NASCAR. You're already in it. You got to pick a side on this one. There is no middle ground. There is no in between. There's no toe in the line. You're either okay with what he said or you're not. 
And granted, there's a lot of times that you can say, ah, this not, this is not my business. This isn't my fight in life, but this is not one of those times. This is one of those times where you have to pick a side. You have to say, I'm either, if you're NASCAR, either I'm going to stand by what I said a few weeks ago in that we defend Bubba Wallace. We want something different. We're changing our culture or we're just going to be silent and complicit. Either way, NASCAR is in a lurch right now because you're going to piss people off either way. But it is always better to piss people off and be on the right side than it is on the wrong side. So choose wisely. Next thing up is the Ivy League is going to make an announcement on July 8th about fall sports, about their fall sports plan. But what does that have to do with college football? And what does that have to and why is that significant? Because it's not like they're competing for a national championship or anything like that. So couple things. First thing is there is a drop dead date in college football. And the reason why there is a drop dead date is because the NCAA has already said that they were going to give teams and players six weeks to train and get ready for the season to make sure the injury risk was low, all of that. So the problem is, is that you have already had um, Kansas, Houston, and a couple other schools stop workouts temporarily because of COVID tests and people being symptomatic. You've had Clemson and LSU have 20 some odd players and other schools have a bunch of players test positive. So they haven't been able to work out because they've been quarantined as well. So that's putting that six weeks in jeopardy. We're already in uh, on July 6th. Football is supposed to start in like seven weeks. So you're getting close to that drop dead date about the season. So, but what does that have to do with the Ivy League? So Harvard announced today that pretty much all of their instruction, well, all of their instruction is going to be online. That they are going to allow freshmen to come back for a semester in the fall and seniors in for a semester in the spring. And Princeton came out and said that most of their classes are going to be online. Freshmen and sophomores will be able to come for one semester, junior seniors for a semester as well, but they're going to be split up two and two. But most of the instruction is going to be online, but that they're going to have options for on-campus living. But you can't have people in your dorms, all of this. So the question is this, is what does that have to do with college sports? Hmm. Let's rewind back to March 10th, the March 9th or March 10th. You had the Ivy League come out and announce that they were going to um, that they were going to cancel their basketball tournament, the Ivy League championship basketball tournament. And then they came out and said that they weren't even going to send a team to the NCAA tournament. Everybody said this was an overreaction. Few days later, uh, the 12th, 13th, you had the NCAA, the conference tournaments get canceled few days later, the whole NCAA tournament get canceled. And it was all on the heels of what the Ivy League did because they have the, some of the leading research hospitals, some of the world's leading, uh, foremost epidemiologists, all of this. So Harvard also said that this in their statement, that this would impact fall sports on their campuses. 
They said, but note, the Ivy League will be putting out a statement on July 8th. That's in two days. So if they've already said that their, that their sports will be impacted in the fall, the Ivy League has to, their announcement is going to be somewhere along those lines. So what that looks like is if you missed the last podcast, I said that football is more likely to happen in the spring. And I still stand by that. And the colleges are already going along with this in terms of their planning. And granted, it's not their plan A. Their plan A is just to play regular no, with some limited fans in the stands, all of this. Plan B is to push it back to October and see if you can put more protocols in place. Plan C, D, and E <laughs> involve like January and the spring. They don't want to push it all the way back to the spring. But they may not have <laughs> they may not have any other options because that's not their plan A, B, or C. I'm sorry, A or B. That's C, D, and E. But what have we learned? We have learned that, so we'll know more from the Ivy League's announcement on 8th. And also, but my speculation is, is that they are going to push sports back at least to January. Then comes along with what the South Carolina governor said. He said he'll shut football down and he's getting close to that point. So that means Clemson and South Carolina. That's ACC and SEC. Reason why I bring that up is because people are thinking that this is a West Coast thing that that is only going to impact the Pac-12. No, because the Pac-12, they are considering uh, Pac-12, the Big Ten are already uh, considering regional schedules. And by regional schedules, I mean, so if you're looking at USC, you are looking at instead of playing your normal, uh, they're supposed to play Alabama. They're supposed to travel other places. Instead of that, playing a regional schedule, which would mean they may have to play some FCS teams, playing against Cal, Stanford, UCLA, San Diego State, maybe Fresno State, and maybe a drive to Arizona, even though that could be seven hours. So you got to drive down there and then drive right back after the game. That could potentially be a problem on a bus with that many plate people, that much equipment. Like that is a zoo. That sounds like a zoo because it's normally an airplane involved. It's much faster, much more efficient. They've been doing it for a very long time. So that's where college football is potentially having a problem. But there's a lot of people that believe that the NFL will just take back up, just just take over Saturdays. Okay, sort of, kind of, maybe, possibly, probably not going to happen. Because the truth of the matter is this, is that you have the NCAA. I'm sorry, you, you have the NCAA who may be pushing all the way back. The NFL now has a same problem that Major League Baseball had. Not negotiating the number of games in, in terms of the actual season. But they're already in a debate about the preseason. Owners want two games, players association saying none. So you already got a fight potentially brewing there. Then you got to fight about roster spots. What happens if a player tests positive? Is it a work-related injury? The workers comp. Do you get a credited season? Because that affects your pension. That affects your a lot of after you're playing benefits. Uh, how does it affect your uh, 
Is there going to be a shorter term injured reserve? What happens? Can games be postponed if your quarterback room gets it or something? There's a lot of logistical things. How many roster spots will there actually be? How are you going to travel? There are mandatory uh, health and wellness, mental health stuff that's got to go on. It's been negotiated. The NFL is not in an easy spot. Everybody thinks they're just going to roll in. No, they they have to negotiate protocols, the amount of practice, roster spots, everything. What, What happens when people get sick? And we have already seen in the MLB, Mike Leak, first guy, uh, Diamondbacks player, he uh, went out. Ryan Zimmerman, Joe Ross, Ian Desmond, uh, Tony, uh, Tyson Ross, uh, David Price giving up $12 million, Felix Hernandez, uh, Wellington Castillo, and then in the NBA, you got uh, Trevor Ariza, Avery Bradley, uh, Gordon Hayward talking about he's going to leave the bubble for a baby. DeAndre Jordan may not go. Spencer Dinwiddie, like the list continues to grow and you are going to have that in football as well. These players are giving up five to $12 million. So <laughs> don't you think some of these big time players in the NFL, especially if they are either, because you do have some players who have pre-existing conditions. You have players who have high, high blood pressure. You have players who have uh, sickle cell. You have players who, uh, because obesity is an issue, that could be with some players who aren't necessarily, I mean, like the linemen are super big, but some of them aren't necessarily obese for what they do, but some of them are. So there's a lot of factors that factor into it, and the NFL's not just on smooth sailing. They are probably going to be in the same boat that MLB is in, where at the end of the day, you may not be playing. I want there to be a season, but the reality is we're staring this in the face and we can't act like it's not here. Am I Reister or am I wrong? Make sure that you guys uh, send an email to GW uh, to GW podcast at unafraidshow.com. Hit me up on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend about it. Peace out. Catch you guys on Wednesday. <laughs>